Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. Welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers. And I'm Daniel Rolls. And today, Daniel, we're talking about social media buy-in. So what is this about, Daniel? So if you have picked up on any of the conversations that we've had about digital capability, um, and even if you haven't, what digital capability is all about is really saying, where are we now and where do we need to be to implement digital effectively? And one of the key challenges within digital capability is getting leadership buy-in for things. So you know the kind of situation where there's people say, well, what's the point in this digital stuff or what's the point in social media or social media is really risky? There are very scientific ways of kind of dealing with it. And what we've done is put together a whole series of questions. And these are real world questions that I've been asked and a lot of my kind of clients and their teams have been asked as well. And just to kind of give you a walkthrough of the appropriate answers and the things that you need to do. What I always say with social media is social media that's effective is normally about process and policy and planning as much as it's about anything else. So let's just go through these questions and I'll try and answer them. Um, and I'll also just talk about some of the ways you can do and I'll give you some examples as well. So, Should we have some fun with this? Shall I, shall I pay, let me play the role of the client asking the question? Please, please ask me the question. Well, Daniel, what if people start saying negative things about us? Is that how senior people sound yeah, in organisations? Every time. Okay, every well, time. okay we'll, we'll stick with that then. Um, the key thing with this is, first of all, you will say, if you're not joining the conversation, they're quite likely to be saying negative things anyway. So burying your head in the sand doesn't particularly help. But we will have social media monitoring tools set up. So we'll be aware of people saying things negative about us very, very quickly. Someone will have responsibility for looking at that social media monitoring tool. We also have a social media policy that lays out people's roles and responsibilities. And as part of that, we have an escalation policy. And that escalation policy says, what do we do when something goes wrong like this? So we have a kind of set procedure for who's going to deal with these things. Then what we do is have a moderation policy that says when something negative is said, how do we go about dealing with it? Now, this is really important because in a lot of scenarios, you need to go back, positively respond, explain the situation and so on as well. There are also some scenarios where people are determined to say negative things and there will be no stopping them. And in some situations like that, you need to decide not to respond or to respond once and not continue responding. But that's where you need to escalate things to somebody maybe more senior in the team. We have a client that posted something up to their Facebook page recently. It was a lovely little video. It was really well-timed. So they knew there was some cold weather coming up. They made a little video. And the video was probably to solve a problem with the cold weather for them yeah. as well. So that was great. And it was really nice. And then someone came in and went, well, if you really want to solve problems, why don't you pay your staff living wage? And they responded and said, well, we do pay our staff more than living wage, actually. And then someone came in and said, quite controversially, why are you paying your staff minimum wage if all they're doing is this really basic task? They should have stayed at school and educated themselves better. <laughs> and then this is not a conversation you really want to join in with. And it escalated from there over a period of time. Mm-hmm. So you have to have policies on what you're going to respond to, what you're not. And when things like that occur, who are you going to escalate it to to make a decision on how you deal with these kind of things as well? Because people can be quite brutal online about things as you've probably seen but actually they can be really nice now that the other way of dealing with this is say we have an advocate outreach program so we go off we identify the people that say nice things about us we nurture them we build relationships with them and then when something negative is said about us then they are likely to respond on our behalf as well so there's a range of processes there we can actually help to deal with this that's good daniel but what (laughs) if we say something embarrassing (laughs) okay so this one 
Um, what I would say is that, first of all, you minimize the chance of it happening in the first place. So what's going to happen is that you train your staff in your social media policy so they know what they should be saying, what they shouldn't be saying, the tone of voice they should be saying, who should and shouldn't be saying things. Uh, so that training is embedded across the organization as well. And it's not just your marketing team. This is your sales teams. This is your, your front of house people. It might be your reception staff. It might be anything. But you need to train as many people as possible. Mm. Every member of staff potentially is using social media. So therefore, every member of staff should be trained in these things. So this should be part of your HR process. Induction, when someone comes into a company, big or small, they should understand their roles and responsibilities to minimise the risk for this. Then we have social media monitoring tools. So we'll pick these things up very quickly and we're able to see what's been said and then we have an escalation policy that says what do we do in these kind of situations. So again, it's down to the policy and the processes and the tools that we're using. And the one thing I'd say about escalation policies is occasionally you should just test them out and check that they that they work with maybe playing around with a fictitious scenario or whatever, just like you would do with a fire drill, because you'd be amazed at how they can go wrong because crucial person in the chain just absolutely. is not available for six hours. And on social media, that could kill you, absolutely kill you if it did blow up. Yeah, and you find people go on holiday and the cover isn't in place yeah. and no one knows who's your roles are. So there's important things with that as well. Daniel, what if we accidentally leak confidential information? Um, this is an interesting one. To give you a, an example of this, we were working with a, um, a chemical company. They spend lots of money developing very, very clever products, and they have these development suites where you go in, you need a fingerprint to get in. Um, it's a secure room with no windows, and very clever chemical engineers write things on the walls and develop products. Wow. Okay. Um, then what happens, they put a little sign up saying, do not delete, and then the cleaners come in the evening and they clean the room up, but they don't delete things off the walls. So what would happen is this cleaner had come in in the evening, a young guy, he was at university, got a part-time job, and um, he'd gone into this room and he'd taken a selfie to go, look, I've got this crazy <laughs> uniform I have to wear and I'm doing this cleaning job, but I'm working and I'm really proud of it. And he posted it off to Instagram. In the background on the wall was the chemical formula for a product we think was worth over a billion dollars. So he didn't unwittingly tweeted a photo of, of the, the, half the, the formula, chemical formula for, for a product. life, the universe and everything. Well, not quite that, but it wasn't, it wasn't far off in the company's <laughs> opinion. Now, what was really good, they, they picked this up really, really quickly. Picture was taken down, no problem at all. A couple of months later, they got off to trademark this product in the US. And the trademarking process, you have to go through court to go through this process. And their competitor objected to their trademark on the basis that you can't trademark something that's been in the public domain. So this then went to court, was argued about for a number of months, and eventually got thrown out of court, and they were able to trademark it. Good. But it cost over $100,000 in legal fees oh, to fight the case. That's so, not cricket, is so it? So one Instagram post led to a huge legal fee. Now, what was interesting, the company didn't sack this person. What they said is, actually, it's our fault. We didn't tell this person what their roles and responsibilities were, mm. and we didn't train them, and therefore it's our fault and it's our responsibility mm. to do that. So this whole thing of leaking confidential information, hopefully we won't and we'll minimise the risk because we will train everyone and we will make it very clear what they should and shouldn't be doing, and we'll have policies and processes in place to try and minimise that. Mm. We will have social media monitoring, so we're aware of these things as quickly as possible, and we have an escalation process, and you're seeing a theme in these answers now. So you do need those processes and tools in place. But staff training is really, really key to this as well. But the thing is, Daniel, I mean, I've been looking at this for a while. And, and frankly, our customers don't even use social media or whatever it's called. So I, I live this one because we get this one an awful lot as well. So they say, well, we, we, we talk to engineers. They don't use social media. Or we use the senior CEOs. They don't do social media. We need to prove it. Maybe they don't. Maybe that's correct. 
But actually, what I would suggest is even if they don't, those CEOs of the future will be, and there will be some of them. So you might have market lead advantage. There are plenty of tools that would allow you to identify who is using what platforms, where and when, and therefore we can identify where they are online. Um, lots of tools from Google, like the Think with Google case studies. If you search Think with Google, you'll find those. Uh, there are tools like Brandwatch. There are tools like Global Web Index. You can see who's using what platforms and where they're using them, and therefore you can prove this one way or the other. But even if it is a small percentage, the world is only going one way with this. So more and more people are using these things, so I would probably suggest that actually now is a good time to get involved where you're building this up anyway. There's some really interesting stats I came across recently on the the use of Twitter and growth in Twitter, and uh, apparently it's within the older demographic that they're seeing some of the largest builds and gains. Yeah, we've we've seen some drop off in the youth market, mm. and then as soon as people get into work, we're seeing a lot more growth as well. So just looking at the actual fact rather than working on assumptions, which tends to happen. Mm. Uh, but the, uh, every January, there's always a, a shed load of new stats and reports out there that you can use and and raid to to help make these cases if you if you're fighting. Them. And actually, what we've talked about in other episodes as well is talking about actually you can use some targeting options like uploading your email lists and then seeing if those people are targetable on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Facebook and places like that anyway. So you can kind of prove the fact one way or the other. Yeah. So, Daniel, does does this social media thing open us up to lawsuits? Yes. It does. <laughs> so That's the, the, the shortest <laughs> answer. So it does. It does. The reality of this is that you're publishing content, and anywhere you're publishing content, there is a legal risk to doing those kind of things. Liable, slander, whatever the law is in any particular country will apply. Mm. So staff training is essential. So people know what they should and shouldn't be saying and how they should phrase things. I've got myself into trouble with this before. I've stated things as facts that were opinions. <laughs> um, and actually, you know, you need to be careful of those kind of things as well. So it is key that you do staff training as part of this process. So is there anything you can do to really minimise that other than the staff training? Well, you can you can make sure that people understand tone of voice. Social media policy is part of this, so which is part of the staff training. The only reason to have a social media policy is that people actually use it and it has to be a living document, so it's genuinely useful. So if the social media policy just says things like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, it just makes it sound risky. Mm. Whereas if it says, don't do this, but actually do do this, and here's four really good examples of, of doing it well, and here's the right tone of voice to use. Hmm. Um, it's worth doing that and just making sure people are trained in it. You, again, are going to do social media monitoring to keep an eye on what people are publishing, and you have an escalation policy to take things down when they've gone wrong. Yeah. Now, if you're a big organisation, you may have a legal team. Yeah. And actually, they're quite handy to talk to in most instances I sometimes. Think, I think a lot of people might argue with that. So. Really? Well, if you've got, they are, I'm sure, not to be rude to anyone in that department, but compliance teams um, are about risk minimisation. For heaven's sake, Daniel, let's not slander the legal team. Well, I was going to say, but the, the key thing is if you've got a, a team that's about risk mitigation, what they want to do is stop you from doing things. That's true. So people get a bit annoyed because they say, well, I've, I've got this tweet and I've sent it off to compliance and they're taking three weeks to come back to me. So it's a bit, it's not very timely. I actually saw a really clever solution to this. So it's a very large corporate and they kept getting requests for, we need to do this quickly. So each team leader was given vouchers. So they were given one voucher per quarter, basically. And what it meant is that normally, if you want something through compliance, it's a five-day turnaround. But once a quarter, you could use your voucher, and it would get it done in an hour. So people would use their vouchers quite cautiously, but it also meant that compliance was geared up to actually 
be realistic about the world of social media and turn things around quickly. Yeah, that's genius. And it, it did work really, really well. People could exchange vouchers internally, so it led, <laughs> it led to a bit of an internal marketplace Whoa, as well. A currency. Yeah, so yeah. it's an interesting idea, but it's process and policy again. Okay, now if you're not in a big organisation mm. and don't have a legal team, my, my top tip for you would be to have somebody within the team that you run stuff that you're that you're going to do past them. It's, it's very interesting how your own interpretation of mm. something that you've written can completely miss something horribly embarrassing or or you know have meaning you never intended. So yeah. having somebody that's not close to this just read through or maybe having a process where they just approve that the, the stuff that it's been sense checked and they've checked that the links work and stuff like that. It does it really does help. Yeah, really does I'd help. also say with this we tend to even in small or large organizations we do a little quick brainstorming session. We get five or six people in the room and go what could go wrong? And you just look at something and you just think of all the possible things that go wrong and you kind of plan for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when things come out because it can be some blindingly obvious things that could go wrong and you just don't think about it. So, Daniel, how will you tie your Facebooking to business results? I, you know, I want the bottom line. This is what's important to me, Daniel. <laughs> so the key thing with this one is that you, you need to set up goals in your analytics before you do anything in any digital marketing, in my opinion. So therefore, anything you do, you can then go through and track back, did the people that came through this channel end up doing the thing I want them to do? The most important report to probably look at is then once you've got your goals set up, multi-channel funnels. Because that will allow you to see, of all the people that came from social media, did they end up doing the thing I wanted them to do? Not that it was the last thing they did. It might not have been they came from Facebook and they suddenly converted, but it will show me if it was part of the journey. Now... The last one, which I'm sure Kieran's going to ham up even worse than the worst, the previous <laughs> ones, is a real quote, I promise. And I'll tell you the context. So go ahead, Kieran. Mr. Rowles, the staff will just be on face tweet all the time wasting time. This was a real thing. So I was in a very big corporate and someone said to me, the staff are going to be on face tweet all day wasting time. And I looked at them with a smirk thinking they were joking and they gave me a very stern look back to be very clear they weren't wasting did time. Did you get a Paddington Bear stare? Uh, I did get a bit yeah. of a stern look. So it was it's quite interesting. The key thing with this is that taking away the word face tweet, which I quite like, <laughs> is the fact that if your staff are going to sit on social media all day wasting time, that is not actually a social media issue. That is a staff motivation and leadership issue. If I want to waste time, I will look at my own fingernails. I will stare out the window. I, I will imagine things. I'll do all sorts of things. So the reality is it's actually about leadership. And my one piece of advice for this, if you treat your staff like children, they will tend to act like children. <laughs> so if you true. ban things and you don't let people do things, it might be sensible to say, please don't log into your own personal accounts on your work machine yeah. because you might then accidentally be logged in to the wrong account. Yeah. But actually, people just go onto social media on their own phones. So you tend to get these kind of disasters happening. They happen in particularly in places where staff aren't treated particularly well. So call centres and places like that where people have got access to huge amounts of data and are generally being paid pretty poorly and not really respected. And this isn't all call centres. Some call centres are fantastic. But you, these things can go wrong. So actually, this isn't a social media. This is a leadership and staff motivation. And actually, I would focus more on those kind of things. I'd just like to say the views on call centres of Daniel Rouse <laughs> yeah. does not necessarily represent those of the company. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So key thing here, all of these problems are very solvable through process, planning and tools. Your social media policy is going to be at heart of this. There's a great website called socialmediagovernance.com that lists lots of other people's social media policies so you can take a look at what they're doing. So uh, good luck with all your social media efforts and we'd love to hear back from you. Thanks.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Digital Marketing Podcast brought to you by Target Internet. If you'd like to get more information on the show, get hold of back issues of this podcast or get details on any of the links we've mentioned, please visit our website at www.targetinternet.com. If you've enjoyed the show, we would love to read your feedback. Please rate us in iTunes or even better, write us a review. Or if you have any questions, please get in touch. We'd love to help.